All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, these hearings that have been going on today about the weaponization of our government, more specifically the FBI and the DOJ, I mean, it is, it is chilling. It is frightening. It is pretty unbelievable um, you know, yesterday, the, the hearings focused a lot on Hunter ba- Biden, the laptop, the suppression of information, the coordin- of coordination with the FBI into all of this. Remember, the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop in December of 2019. That would have given them plenty of time to authenticate whether or not it was Hunter's laptop or not. And that was voluntarily handed over to the FBI uh, John Paul Isaac Mack, the the repair shop got Mac Isaac. Sorry, whatever. Uh, is a good guy, and and he gave this to the FBI, and the FBI had it in December of 2019. Now you fast forward, and we're headed towards the 2020 election, and you got this guy Chan, I think is his name, FBI agent, new agent, because in 2016 he was writing his thesis confirmed to me last night by Jim Comer on how Donald Trump colluded with Russia to win the 2016 election. So this is the guy that they set up uh, to to focus on and educate and sort of indoctrinate, I think a better word, um, big tech companies about the threat of misinformation leading into the 2020 election and how they're likely all going to be victims of this and they want to be very, very wary that this this doesn't happen to them. Now, let me just take you back a step further. Yoel Roth, who was one of the main people that they were focusing on yesterday, uh, was the former site, uh, Twitter integrity site head. And he had testified in this case, then Attorney General, now Senator uh, Eric Schmidt from Missouri. And, and Eric Schmidt said that, in a, either in a deposition, but certainly under oath, that Mr. Roth acknowledged that in these weekly meetings set up by this FBI guy that believed the Russia hoax lie that is meeting weekly with big tech companies, uh, that in fact he recalled that they mentioned specifically Hunter Biden and Joe Biden in particular might be the ones that are the victims of, of some kind of disinformation campaign. So you have all these Twitter executives testifying before Congress yesterday, one after another. You know, they seem to have conveniently come down with a case of amnesia, uh, especially when pressed on the details of their role in suppressing the news about Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, Republicans now pushing forward here. And meanwhile, it's things are now slowly unraveling on on new details from the, the Hunter Biden laptop which became the holy grail of of Biden's syndicate, likely, we'll see in time, corruption. Now, under questioning by Jim Jordan, Jordan, this guy, Yoel Roth, uh, and James Baker, remember him? Former, you know, counsel for the FBI under Comey, uh, who was then working for Twitter. Uh, Anyway, they were deflecting allegations of collusion between the FBI and Twitter to censor the New York Post article. Here's the problem that they have. The FBI had the laptop and they had every opportunity to find out is it real or not real. So they should have done that very early on because you have low hanging fruit evidence of crimes, which is one of the main reasons why the la- the the laptop repair shop owner brought it to the FBI in the first place.
Then under questioning led by Jim Jordan, uh, you have the Twitter deputy general, James Baker, and you have this guy, Yoel Roth, and others um, taking turns deflecting all this. Simple question, for example, he said, did you talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden story? Jordan asked James Baker point blank. To the best of my recollection, I did not talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden story before that day, he replied. And he was referencing October 14, 2020, when the New York Post published the first of its world exclusive report. Did you talk to them after his answer? I don't recall. And then moments later, Jordan presses further. And Baker then seems to contradict himself. Sitting here today, I don't recall speaking with the FBI at all about the Hunter Biden matter, the laptop. Then why did you answer the way that you did, Jordan is asking. And then later in the hearing, Jordan pressed Baker further, this time over whether he had any conversations with 51 former Intel officials who implied that the laptop was Russian or likely Russian misinformation. Have you talked to any of the 51 prior to that letter being sent on the 19th of October 2020 or thereafter? He said, sir, I can't remember who's on that group uh, kicking off what was really a torturous back and forth. You know, people like James Clapper, John Brennan, uh, Mike Morrell, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we talked to those people during the course of my career. That's not what Jim Jordan was asking. So he's being a wise ass. And Jordan pressed him. Have you ever talked to them in your time at Twitter? Baker said, I can't remember who's on that list. How about the three that I just mentioned? Did you talk to Clapper? Did you talk to Brennan? Anyone else that signed that letter? Then finally, Baker says, I don't recall discussing that publication. They did. Now, the problem that Yo Roth, and, and we've got to cross-check this, I don't know for sure, but Yo Roth was very specific in saying that when he had these weekly meetings with the FBI, that in fact, Hunter's name was mentioned. I mean, that, that now becomes a, a massive problem for them. Um. So we've just got a lot of a lot of balls in the air here. And I will tell you, the most devastating developments today came from Senator Ron Johnson and Senator Chuck Grassley that testified. I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, So the FBI, you know, and the major corporation working together and to suppress what was real, true and accurate information. Then you have the intelligence community doing it as well. Now, why did they want to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story? Well, for obvious reasons, don't you think that it would be damaging to not only Hunter Biden, but to Joe Biden as well? Because on the laptop, Hunter Biden implicates his own father Uh, talking to his own daughter. He says, Hunter, that, well, I have to give half my income to pops, but I'm not going to do that to you. And then complaining about paying for all of dad's repairs, pops repairs at his house and then putting aside 10 percent for the big guy. Um, it was ample evidence, you know, of collusion in 2020, but it wasn't Trump and Russia. So you have big tech and the FBI, the, uh, the upper echelon of the FBI. You have some involvement from Democrats and the DNC and the Biden campaign communicating with big tech as well. Um, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop story, you know, was censored in the weeks leading up to Election Day. It was not misinformation. It was not disinformation. As a matter of fact, they could have corroborated it. And the fact that they had it since December 2019 tells me 
that they knew damn well it was accurate. They knew that Rudy Giuliani had a copy, and they, I'm sure, suspected that he was likely going to release that before the 2020 election, which I believe, in fact, he did. I don't recall the exact the exact location that it came from. I'm not sure where the New York Post got it. Um, but Yo Roth calling you know Republicans Nazis, but in, he specifically said, I recall in my interview with Eric Schmidt, that in fact they mentioned that the misinformation may in fact be about Hunter Biden. So in other words, all of these companies were prepared, oh, there's going to be information that comes out about Hunter. We got to be on the lookout for that. But yet the FBI could have corroborated and verified the laptop that since they had in, in 2019. Senator Johnson said on December 9, 2019, the FBI issued a grand jury subpoena, took possession of the Hunter Biden laptop from John Paul Mac Isaac, a computer shop owner in Wilmington, Delaware. And he says, as the FBI left his shop with the laptop, Mr. Isaac recalled one of the agents saying, quote, it is our experience that nothing ever happens to people that don't talk about these things, unquote. Now, that statement alone was the opening salvo in a coordinated effort over the next 10 months to sabotage any public revelation of Hunter Biden's laptop or any wrongdoing connected to the Bidens. This is Ron Johnson. Senator Chuck Grassley provided another a number of examples of sabotage. And we will release the report that goes into greater detail than we have time for today. And when available, I hope everyone will read it. But perhaps the most egregious and effective act of sabotage, and that's what he's calling it, um, against the truth was the public letter signed by 51 former Intel officials that claimed that the laptop, quote, had all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation, unquote. The letter itself was an information operation, and that letter interfered with and impacted the 2020 presidential election to a far greater extent than anything Russia ever could have hoped to achieve. Each of those intelligence officials needs to be interviewed and determine how that letter was masterminded. And then we had Chuck Grassley get up there and he said they issued another report in November of 2020. And our report exposed the extensive financial relationships between Hunter, James Biden, and Chinese nationals connected to the communist regime. More precisely, Chinese nationals connected to the Chinese government, the Chinese military, and their intelligence services. And Grassley goes on with the new Congress, Senator Johnson and I, transitioned to be ranking members. Uh, we hadn't forgot about the, the triad of partisan media at the FBI and Democrats uh, and leadership, what they did to us. So we won't, we didn't stop. We don't stop. What we did was what any good congressional investigator worth their salt would do. We gathered even more records to prove them all wrong. We acquired the authentic bank records that substantiated findings of our previous two reports, and they financially linked Hunter Biden, James Biden, to entities and individuals connected with the communist Chinese regime. And Grassley goes on, we also acquired business records with Hunter and James Biden's signature alongside those same Chinese nationals. How are they supposed to be paid? Uh, according to bank records, there were wires from companies linked to the communist regime. And in three floor speeches, we made those bank records public and asked this question. And to our partisan detractors, the same ones that I mentioned throughout my remarks and maybe a lot of others, 
uh, are these official bank records, Russian disinformation? And we shared hundreds of pages of bank records with the U.S. attorney, Anthony Weiss. He failed to respond. Now, as our investigation continued, whistleblowers now approached my office with allegations that the FBI created an assessment in August of 2020, the same month that the FBI briefed me and Senator Johnson, according to whistleblowers. That assessment was used by FBI headquarters to improperly discredit uh, negative Hunter Biden information. And as you might expect, this information as a result of this scheme allegedly caused investigative activity to entirely cease. And it's been further alleged to me that in September of 2020, the same month that Senator Johnson and I released our first report, those FBI headquarter personnel began placing their analysis of the credibility of reporting related to the Biden family in what I've been told is a restricted access subfile and further allegations to my office involve FBI personnel in the Washington field office who improperly ordered information to be closed to the FBI related to Hunter Biden's potential criminal conduct in October of 2020, just before the election, even though it was verified or verifiable. So now we got a, a series of whistleblowers, some of them speaking today. And uh, wait till you hear the remarks of Jonathan Turley. And the bottom line is this was an operation to keep pertinent information about a presidential race away from the American people on two fronts. First of all, brainwashing and lying to social media companies and indoctrinating them into a way of thinking they wouldn't have otherwise believed. And secondly, the FBI itself abusing its power. That's what it sounds like to me. Anyway, I want to tell you about a great company. It's Preborn. We'll have more details on the other side. By the way, every one of your donations goes straight to the work of helping to save babies' lives. And they're using the science of ultrasound to do it. Now, every ultrasound that they have, now you can see fingers and toes and, and facial features. You hear the heartbeat. And women that find themselves maybe contemplating abortion, when they see and they hear the science of ultrasound, they usually are choosing life. But they are totally dependent on your donations and generosity to make this happen. Unlike Planned Parenthood, preborn doesn't get a penny from the federal government. Anyway, if you want to join this great cause and stand on your principles that life is precious, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or on the web, it's preborn.com slash Sean.